Hello, welcome to the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. One of her co-hosts, Peter Bell, and we are on Belgian Confession, article number 27, the Holy Catholic Church, part of our Catechism Saturday series. But before we start this week's episode, make sure you tuned into this past Monday, 4th of July's episode with Dr. Guy Waters, a Reformed Theological Seminary in Jackson on Presbyterian Church Government, especially revolving around his work with PNR Publishing, How Jesus Runs the Church, and Heritage Books, Well-Ordered, Living Well. And then this past Thursday's book club, we had Dr. Brian Chappell, who's the current stated clerk of the PCA, on his work with Crossway, Grace at Work. So let's begin. Article number 27, The Holy Catholic Church. We believe and confess one single Catholic or universal church, a holy congregation and gathering of true Christian believers, awaiting their entire salvation in Christ, being washed by his blood and sanctified and sealed by the Holy Spirit's, This church has existed from the beginning of the world and will last until the end, as appears from the fact that Christ is eternal king, who cannot be without subjects, and his holy church is preserved by God against the rage of the whole world, even though for a time it may appear very small in the eyes of man, as though it were snuffed out. For example, during the very dangerous time of Ahab, the Lord preserved for himself 7,000 men who did not bend their knees to Baal. And so this holy church is not confined, bound, or limited to a certain place or certain persons, but it is spread and dispersed throughout the entire world, though still joined and united in heart and will, in one and the same spirits, by the power of faith. So notice a few things. A, the Holy Catholic Church is an article in the Apostles' Creed, so Guy Debray probably takes this title and much of his reflection as a reflection on the Apostles' Creed, but also this one single Catholic universal church as distinguished from the Roman Catholic Church, which may say this, but excludes all other communions that do not follow the Pope and his practices ex cathedra, so the things that he says from his throne, or the throne of what they call from the Apostle Peter. So he says, one single Catholic or universal church And this comprises a holy congregation and gathering of true Christian believers. And these Christian believers are those who await their entire salvation, Jesus Christ. Those who believe in Jesus Christ and awaiting the coming again of Jesus Christ, who have been washed by his blood and are being sanctified and sealed by the Holy Spirit. And this next sentence is crucial for the Reformed faith, for covenant theology, for Guy Debray, Belch Confession, all of these things. This church has existed from the beginning of the world and will last until the end, as appears in the fact that Christ is eternal king who cannot be without subjects. It does not say this church started at Pentecost, nor this church started in the Gospels. Not even that this church started with Abraham, but this church started at the beginning of the world. And you can really actually say with Adam and Eve and then moving on to Genesis 4 when they began to call upon the name of the Lord. This church has not changed. It has grown up and matured and is now confessing the Christ that has come and has made a perfect satisfaction for our sins, but it's never changed 
from this substantial definition of the church, nor has it been snuffed out, as Guy Debray goes on to say. There were 7,000 people who called upon the name of the Lord, much as there were in Genesis 4. And so he ends, this holy church is not confined either by different geographical regions, by different ethnicities, whoever it may be, but as he ends, is spread and dispersed throughout the entire world, though still joined and united in heart and will. Though we are spread across every region conceivable on this planet, from the beginning of the world to its end, we still hold a bond of union, this bond that will never be broken, this unbreakable bond of union because of Christ. And he unites us in one and the same spirit by the power of faith. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. We covered article number 27, the Holy Catholic Church, part of our Catechism Saturday series. And make sure you guys look forward to this coming Monday's episode on the Christian life. We will have Harrison Perkins and Andy Longway of London City Presbyterian Church. We're going to talk about what does the Christian life look like between Sundays? How do we live out this reformed life between Sundays, fueled and rested by our Sunday worship gathering? And then this coming Thursday's episode, we will have Yuda Tianto from Calvin Theological Seminary, an explorer's guide to John Calvin, published by IVP Academics. So it's, it's basically an introduction to both John Calvin's theology and the Institutes. A great introduction. If you guys want to begin reading the Institutes, this is a great book to prepare you to read John Calvin's Institutes. If you guys haven't yet heard already as well, we have started a church plant in Santa Ana, Santa Ana Reformed, under the oversight of Daniel of Reverend Daniel R. Hyde, Danny Hyde, Reverend Danny Hyde, and Oceanside United Reformed Church. We meet at 2 p.m. at Davis Elementary School. The address is 1405 Flower Street, Santa Ana, California, 92701. Please join us as we see how God works and how God proclaims the gospel of his son and calls by his spirit those who will worship him. I hope to see you guys next week. Bye.